BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. Businessman Mike Tomes was elected four years ago to lead Rock Island. Thurgood Brooks is a Rock Island native, community organizer, and athletics coach, but may be best known as a co-founder of the group The Resolution, which was created to support police reforms in the city. We talked with both candidates about the top issues for two different podcasts. This podcast features Mayor Mike Tomes. What are your biggest priorities right now for 2021? Because 2020 was a pretty tough year. You know, 2020 was a tough year, and it was not just tough uh, financially, but it was just so unusual. It's, uh, you had to pull out and create your own playbook, so to speak. And uh, so that was a, it was a good challenge, but I hope not to ever do that again. Do you have major uh, priorities now in 2021 that you weren't able to accomplish, I should say, last year? Yeah, you know, I'll say the major priority is to increase our revenue. We need to continue to bring new businesses to town and then help the existing ones grow. Typically about 80% of your growth comes from the businesses that are already in town. And so we wanna help them grow and create new jobs, work on the economy, which then brings the value of properties up, which then people spend more money, they have more disposable income. But then new businesses to bring in new sales tax and new property tax, because we need that for sustainability in the long run. Uh, As they say, you can't buy your way out of this, you need to build your way out of it. So we need to, uh, uh, prioritize economic development almost over anything else. Now that could be in the housing also, and that could be an affordable housing, affordable and, and I'll say this much, quality affordable housing um, is very important along with just market rate. So we need to uh, work on all of those avenues uh, to, uh, it would be prioritizing. And then clear up a few things that uh, we've left. Um, I'll say this last year with, uh, as an example, not to, to ramble on, but and I, and I think it might be a question that usually comes up, but the water and sewer issue, um, get those type of things settled, uh, which probably will not happen. So, Well, let me, let me add on to, because you were talking uh, uh, earlier about the fact that uh, you want to have uh, a way to keep businesses prospering and growing in the area. How does the city do that, though? I mean, every city wants that. You're right. You're right. So you're competing with everybody. So that's what you got to do is, is find out what the sweet spots are. Is it uh, small? It's probably a combination of all above, but small, independent or medium sized businesses, finding entrepreneurs and being able to uh, help incentivize them to pick Rock Island. You've got it. Once again, revitalization, revitalization of downtown is an example. You've got to make the curb appeal there so you get foot traffic. So then those people see, hey, I want to be there. I want to open my business there. Same thing with 11th Street. Uh, so it's got a combination of uh, yeah, financial incentives, a combination of 
uh, ordinances or laws that are friendly to businesses. We need to make sure that we have those correct. Uh, construction, uh, uh, how do we inspect it, inspect the standards for construction? We want to keep them uh, solid. We want to keep them safe. But yet we want to keep it so they can afford to add on or build new buildings. Let's talk about the district for a second. It, of course, for people who don't know, it's an entertainment and business section of the downtown that's been called the district for, what, about 30 years right now. Is it getting a bad rap now? Is it getting a bad reputation? You know, I'll say that getting it, 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 it since the 80s, which I built, I think some of it's always been there. People have looked at it as the stepchild or, boy, I don't know if it's safe there. Uh, or I'm going to go there at the end of the day or whatever it is. Uh, so it's had it, that for quite a while. But, yes, there's no doubt it's gotten worse this last couple of years. Um, and unjustifiably, it is a very safe place to go. Have we had a few instances? Yes, but every city's had those. But day in, day out, it's a very safe place to go. But it's tired. It needs a facelift. It needs revitalization. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, the city is committed a million and a half dollars uh, for infrastructure type projects. We've committed to hiring a downtown manager to work with the business owners and building owners to make sure that their properties, uh, they can get them fixed up. New facades, uh, renovate the insides, uh, help maintain the, the outsides. Uh, so we need to build those relationships. So that's what we're doing. We're going to basically revitalize, recreate the downtown area and try to get rid of that image that uh, we don't deserve. As you know, Rock Island is, is, is so hungry for retail tax money, retail revenue, uh, that you see you know, a mall that's in Moline or you see some of the businesses and the big box stores in Davenport. Is that still a major push for Rock Island, is to get more retail air and then get more retail revenue in? You know, yes, it is. It, it's always a push. Unfortunately, that, especially after this last year, that uh, industry has really uh, changed. And so we got to figure out how much has changed to what has changed. You know, there's a lot number of them that have found e-commerce to be the answer and not brick and mortar. And so there's no doubt we're gonna have to emphasize and work with uh, small and medium-sized business, new startups, entrepreneurs. And so that'll help. Unfortunately, that doesn't bring in large dollars, which we need. We need some new dollars, and we need, but we need a large amount to cover the expenses uh, that are going up. And so we're gonna still have to try to uh, attract, and I hate to say a big box, but something larger uh, that can uh, draw the number of people and or bring us retail sales track ta retail sales tax um, you know could we put a sports complex on 11th street in and itself will draw some retail sales tax but it'll draw traffic which then spurs on other developments for retail as you know your opponent is well known for uh, trying to organize uh, a police reform group um, how important do you think it is over the last year and a half that Rock Island does lead in the area of police reform? Or do you think it is even needed? You know, I think there are some changes that needed, whether you call it reform or not. We need to prioritize in getting our police force back up to full staff. Uh, we're short a number of officers right now. And we need to, I'll say, continue. We were doing some community policing. We were making uh, some great strides in that area. And we need to continue that and maybe make some changes or tweak it. There's no doubt about it. You know, I think it makes a big difference when the police officers are ingrained and in working in the communities that they police. Um, so whether they're out playing basketball and you can come up with a lot of different scenarios or just talking to the individuals uh, in the neighborhoods makes a big difference. You know, an organization called CCC, Community Caring Conference, Amitra Carroll's project, we help fund that. And she has black parties 
throughout the city. And we've gotten involved with those, whether it be with a dunk tank, uh, whether it be just socializing, whether it be letting the kids play in a squad car or fire truck. Uh, that type of community policing is very, very important. And we've been very active in that. And I think we, uh, once again, continue that. And can we expand on those thoughts uh, throughout the whole city, um, not just concentrate in one area? So that's the difference we need to make. Those are the things that we need to continue working on more than I'd call it reform. Uh, a lot of the things that uh, this new bill came across, we had some of those things, those processes in place already. Um, so uh, it wasn't a, a big, uh, big difference for us. You had brought up earlier in regards to the uh, sale of uh, the Rock Island uh, municipal water system uh, to uh, uh, Illinois American Water, a, a private firm. You don't think that's going to happen? My personal opinion is it's not. Um, I can't say that I've been a real strong supporter of it by any means. But, you know, we do it through goal setting uh, annually. And uh, we talk about it as a council, council and, and staff. We talk about a lot of different topics. And this one came up and it was unanimous. All seven council members. Uh, once again, that's all that we have a total of seven council members. All of them had voted to investigate it, not do it, but investigate it. As, as we've all learned as it goes, and our parents have taught us that ma what maturity does for us. And what we want to do here is investigate and make intelligent decisions. I don't think this type of a, a, a thought or discussion should happen without the facts. And that's what we need to do is draw in the facts and find out what they are. American Water's got some good uh, uh, reputation out there in some areas and some bad in some areas. But you know, interesting enough, American Water's the one doing the due diligence they may not be or would not be the one that the city council would choose. There are many companies out there that do this, just the same thing as American Water. We would have to put it out for bid. And so we don't know who the bidder would be. Even if, and I emphasize, even if we were to even put that go that far. I don't think it's going to go that far, but, and, and, and really my gut is telling me at this point, we shouldn't do it. But the same token is we have to have the facts. We need to make educated decisions that's what maturity brings. You were talking about the downtown area, and I know that it is county property, not city property, but the county courthouse is at the entryway of the uh, Centennial Bridge. It is, it is one of the first things that uh, people coming into Rock Island see. Um, it's, it's either going to be torn down or perhaps it can be preserved. It doesn't sound like preservation is going to happen. What do you want to see with that building? You know, I, at this point, and... and you know, we try to stay neutral on it because we try not to get somebody else's sandbox when, uh, you know, with other municipalities or, or public entities. Uh, but it is an eyesore as it sits now. So I guess what I've always encouraged the county is, you know, take a take a, a stance, tear it down or sell it and let the developer develop it and put it on the property tax rolls. Uh, it would, there's no doubt it would help to have on the property tax rolls. It would bring jobs. Uh, it would help uh, a lot of different uh, businesses downtown. But if the county chooses not to do that, which is their choice, then tear it down because it looks terrible the way it is. Um, there's no doubt about that. It is the interest of the city. We would like to have a say-so of what's there or what, what it looks like uh, because we have to live and work with whatever building they put up if they put another building. Could be green grass forever. It could be another building. And we wish to see how that's, we'd like to know how that's gonna look if it is to make sure it's a welcoming site uh, or, or exit uh, example of what City of Rock Island is about. But uh, we need to, it's time to make a move.
It is, you know, it is important to point out that Rock Island is the county seat of Rock Island County, of course. And so those buildings, the government property, you get no tax revenue from that, right? That is correct. Uh, we do not get it from that one or like the post office that's down here. Interesting you bring that up is that uh, the federal government's wanting to build or renovate a building to put a new federal courthouse in. They've taken the attitude is they are going to have a private developer develop it so it does pay property taxes. The federal government would let, lease it, rent it from this private developer, which puts it on the property tax rolls. Their specs call it for it to be downtown Rock Island. And it's about a 20 to $25 million building with seven, eight different federal agencies located inside that building. So we are looking forward to that happening someplace downtown Rock Island in the near future. You're obviously optimistic for 2021. Yes, I am. We are going to do great things. I think that we're going to continue growing. You know, we had $70 million worth of investment last year in a COVID year. There was $70 million of private money invested in the city of Rock Island in a COVID year. That's not too bad for Rock Island. Rock Island Mayor Mike Tomes. Early voting going on right now throughout Rock Island County for all the major offices with contested races in the April 6th general election. So make sure you get out and vote. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.